This is episode number 94 and today we're talking all about adopting a healthy lifestyle and not a fat diet. Welcome along, I'm Nicola Smith, your personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach. Now each week I bring you an educational or an inspiring message to help you unlock your true health and well-being and ultimately help you lead a life that energizes and inspires you. Now today's show is brought to you by our next online boot camp. Now each and every year we do two of these and this one is just going to be bigger and better than ever before. It's a five-week online boot camp which has options for beginners through to advanced Now every time we do these, we take your suggestions, we take the feedback and we make this even better. So look out for all of the information coming your way about our next online bootcamp. Now today on the show, I'm going to be talking all about adopting a healthy lifestyle, so not these fad diets. It doesn't seem to matter where you look these days, but there is a new fad diet or new shake regime or quick detox out there. And even though our knowledge about the importance of a healthy lifestyle may have increased and the dieting industry is even bigger than before and there's more diets out there, in 2012, more than 100 million Americans were on some sort of diet Yet according to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, 70% of American adults were overweight or obese. Now this is a pretty scary ratio, and so given that all the fad diets, they just don't seem to be working. The weight loss industry is reportedly raking in a whopping $20 billion annually. This comprises of everything from diet plans and supplements that promise to help you shed the kilos and to help you keep it off long term through the little quick fixes and crash courses that are out there. But the thing is, we are New Zealanders and it's not just Americans that are struggling to maintain their healthy weight range. According to the New Zealand Ministry of Health, half of the adult population in New Zealand is either overweight or obese. So... Given all of the information that we're getting and our importance of healthy living, something isn't working. So why is why is it if the dietary industry is getting bigger, are people worldwide gaining unhealthy amounts of weight? The truth is, it's because these diets don't work. Diets and quick fixes are just that. They are quick and our bodies don't relate to quick fixes. There's a recent paper written by the Journal of American Medical Association that recommended that we simply forget about the word diet altogether. Now, I'm not sure how if you've been listening for me for a wee while, but I hate the word diet. First of all, the first three letters are die, and diet relates to a quick fix, and it kind of holds this meaning of that we have to lose certain food groups out of our diet or we have to restrict ourselves and so this then means we we go through more of a yo-yo sort of effect with our weight and so this is why I try and get us away from the word diet and instead starting to listen to our bodies and again follow a healthy lifestyle. So there were two researchers, Cheryl Pagado from the University of Massachusetts Medical and the 
she's and Bradley Applehins of the Rush University of Medical Centre. He suggests that diets are all equally good and bad at helping people lose weight. Now, as a personal trainer, I can totally see why they say good and bad because yes, there are some good diets out there and there are some good diets that help set you up with information and a structure to know you know, what is a good portion size and what is some good foods for you. But where it goes wrong is that people feel like they're being um, restrictive and then so while diet, some diets may help you lose weight temporarily, they ultimately aren't the key to long-term weight loss. So it's all about learning to understand the right foods for your body and starting to adopt habits that can make this a lifestyle and not that kind of short-term fix because as soon as we use that word diet we do feel like we're restricted and we feel like we are missing out on foods that may be okay for our body. So there's a difference between a diet and a healthy lifestyle. So maybe you're thinking a diet and a healthy lifestyle are kind of one and the same but there are some really clear differences between the two. A diet that focuses on promoting a certain outcome, and in most cases that outcome is like a weight loss, it can temporarily change your eating habits, either through restricting calories or certain food groups, or through use of certain weight tools such as supplements, shakes, weight loss teas, detox drinks, or juice cleansers. Now, a healthy lifestyle, on the other hand, is a change in a range of habits, that help promote long-term weight control, fitness, and overall wellness. So this will include managing your diet. This will include getting foods in that help fuel your body, so the right sorts of foods for your body, physical activity and exercise, stress management, and helping to get a good balance throughout your day. The key word associated with healthy lifestyle change is the key long-term and that it's about habits and routine. It's not a quick fix solution, but it is the key to long-term success. So given that there's so many fad diets out there all over the internet, and we don't have to look too far to see the next one popping up, or someone trying to sell us the next shake, or whatever it is, how do you spot a fad diet? How do you know what is the right thing for you to do? So if you're like many, you've probably tried a diet, or you've um, seen them, or you've got a friend who was on them, or maybe you've tried everyone in the book and you, you're, you're fed up with them all. So there's low-carb diets, there's high-carb diets, there's zone diets, there's Atkin diets, there's celebrity diets, there's lemon detox diets, there's diets everywhere. And whatever diet you may have tried in the past, chances are you're not on it anymore because it wasn't a long-term fix. It was a quick fad diet at the time. And there are a few key things that fad diets have in common. And so these are some things that you want to look out for. So first of all, some of the fad diets out there will suggest that certain foods that could be healthy are completely off limits. And I know this is very vague, but it can even, you know, shake diets that's suggesting that most real foods are off limits. That to me has got some warning signs on it. A second thing is a promise of unrealistic amount of weight loss in a really short period of time. It may have certain foods that are good or bad foods, and it's not putting that into relation to what foods work for your body. 
you may have to stock up on a huge array of packaged foods and supplements and shakes. You may um, claim that you can lose a whole lot of weight without even exercising. The plan is only short term or you may need to purchase a whole lot of supplements or food substitutes from the diet themselves so just a whole lot of branded packaged processed foods. And so while these diets fail at helping people with long-term... So the reason these fail at helping people with long-term management is because they're just that, they're a fad diet and a lot of them aren't based around real whole food. A good rule of thumb is if your grandma's grandma used to eat it, it's likely to be what your body needs. But the problem is food has changed. Food's become more packaged and processed and more modern and we're getting more um, tricky with all these diets out there. And like I said, it's the branding and the marketing and the network marketing and the pyramid schemes and all these sorts of things that have a lot of money thrown in behind them that are trying to help, trying to get you to buy into their products. And there's a global weight loss industry that's made up of thousands and thousands of brands targeting the vulnerable and targeting those that are looking for the quick fix. And they are making an incredible amount of money doing this. And if it was working, we wouldn't have this endemic of, of overweight and obese people everywhere. So we'd all be looking fabulous and skinny and we'd all be healthy, but we're not. So in an article published by the American Psychologist Journal, researchers in the University of California concluded that diets can help people lose an average of 5 to 10% of their body weight within a short period of time. That's pretty impressive, but the downside of that is that according to this paper, nearly 70% of these dieters regain the weight and more. So fad diets aren't sustainable. Restricting yourself of certain foods, having the feeling of always being hungry or depriving is only going to discourage you from maintaining this diet long term. They can also be really expensive when you get into some of these fad diets as well because you're just eating foods that aren't natural, so you have to keep buying into their products. They also are known to cause a whole lot of health problems too. So everything, anything from dehydration, weakness into fatigue, nausea and headaches, constipation, inadequate vitamins and mineral intake. So there were two researchers um, Cheryl Pagado and Bradley Appleton who suggest that it doesn't matter what the diet is or what the behavioural piece, the behavioural piece is the key to maintaining that lifestyle. In fact, they see that it is five significant challenges that people face when it comes to becoming healthier. So the first thing that they see is a significant challenge is just the simple lack of time to cook or exercise. Number two is being way too stressed. Number three is family members bringing junk food into their home. Number four is having an, is not having an exercise partner or feeling awkward when exercising. Number five is the feeling of hunger all the time. Now, I can totally see where they're relating from with these five points because lack of exercise and lack of time to cook becomes down to time management and comes down to me to to priorities. If your priority is to look and feel great and to be the best person that you can and you understand that it comes from a foundation of movement, then you can get in 10 minutes of an, a workout and it not take a whole, a whole lot of time. But if you, you're stressed and you're all over the show and you're just busy being busy, of course lack of time is going to be an excuse that you, you lose as well as stress. 
And then when it comes to family members bringing in junk food, again, it's the same kind of thing. You need to be making sure that you're surrounding yourself with things that support support your goals. And if your goals are to be getting healthy and you start leading that way, then your family's going to come on board with that too. So these two researchers, Pagato and Appleham, say that the ratio of fat to carbs to protein isn't a big issue when it comes to um, the study that they did. The only consistent fact in all of these diets seems to be their adherence to the elements strongly associated with weight loss and better health outcomes. So these five factors. So why healthy lifestyles changes like promote the long-term health and weight management? So in 2005, research paper in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found 20% of dieters successfully kept the weight off long-term, though the review of existing clinical data they found was in the lifestyle changes that participants made throughout the course of the diet and the changes that they continued to adhere to to help keep the weight off. These changes included eating breakfast daily, exercising on average of one hour per day, keeping tabs of their weight and maintaining consistent eating patterns throughout the week and on the weekends. So eating healthy and getting really good habits was the key in the study about long-term weight management. So eating healthily is about becoming a natural habit if you want to change your lifestyle rather than adhering to a short-term diet. It's like brushing your teeth. Most of us brush regularly and it's become easy to sustain the habit because it's just second nature. You want to start to look at exercise in this way. Make it second nature, make it habit, make it routine. Make movement a part of your day. Make getting outside and a walk, having a walk each morning or at the end of a day part of your day. So here are simple ways that you can adopt a healthy lifestyle. Number one, set realistic goals. So don't set yourself up for failure by setting unrealistic goals. Meeting these goals and regularly reassessing them makes weight loss achievable and gives you the drive to continue your healthy lifestyle rather than be overcome by disappointment. So I like to, every month, write down my month's goals and then on a Sunday, I look ahead to my week and I set my little things that I want to put in place for that week ahead. Just that simple habit and routine of setting realistic goals and putting pen to paper becomes a huge part of adopting healthy habits and routine. So try that out as your first one. Step number two is to keep healthy foods in your home. Don't keep unhealthy foods in the house as a temptation. Keep fresh fruit and vegetables on hand so you can grab them easily. Stock up on healthy proteins, good quality vegetables. Avoid packaged and processed foods. Have some pre-made smoothies. One of the things that I've been doing recently is making my smoothies in the evening after dinner. So my big green smoothie, and I'll put that in the fridge, and it's something that I'll just sip on, and it's always there throughout the next day. Whereas if I don't do it at the moment, that night before, I tend to neglect having it the next day, particularly because it's winter at the moment and it's really cold. And so having a green smoothie first thing in the morning is not kind of the go-to sort of feeling that you have in winter. And so this is something that I've been doing. And that little habit of having that healthy food right there in the fridge door is a huge part of my day and helps me stay on track. Number three, maintain a regular exercise program. Find exercise that you love. The best form of exercise 
is something that you enjoy. So boxing, yoga, HIIT training, running, core training, whatever it is, find something that you love and create a regular exercise regime around that particular workout. Number four, eat mindfully. Focus on eating your meal without any distractions. Spend time to plate up your meal so that it looks delicious, chew slowly and enjoy every mouthful. Appreciate the food that's on your plate. Number five, breakfast. Sets you up for your entire day. Research suggests that those who wake up and eat are most successful at losing 8 to over 80% of the people who are able to keep the weight off consume breakfast. So the other thing to understand is that breakfast helps set up your hormones, especially the hormones that are involved in appetite regulation and body fat burning your ghrelin, which is the hormone that tells you when you're hungry or not hungry and involves your cravings, and also leptin, which helps burn body fat. And these two hormones are hugely affected by that morning breakfast. So number six, drink water. Ditch the processed sodas, the sugary drinks, and keep your body hydrated with real water. Drinking water aids in keeping the body functioning and helps release the toxins from your system. Include a salad or vegetables into your day. So make the effort to include a huge array of fresh fruit and vegetables. And again, my way of doing this at the moment is making sure I really get that green smoothie into my day. Then I'll have some vegetables with dinner, with some lunch, and quite often with breakfast as well. So it means every single meal I'm getting more vegetables. And when I don't do this, this is generally when I feel like I'm feeling a bit flat. So include them in and notice how it affects your energy and that whole balance within the day. Number eight, serve up and put leftovers away. So eat, cook more for dinner and put it into a container for your lunch the next day. I often get asked what is the best lunch and I always say leftover dinner and this couldn't be more true. If you make good healthy dinners that means you've always got lunch sorted the next day and then you only ever have to think about breakfast. So portion out your meals, get a good quality storage container so that you can have it for lunch and then you can always have making sure that you've got that as your option and never have to go out and get takeaway lunches. So creating a healthy lifestyle is something that does take time but it's not hard to do when you get the habits in place. And over time, you'll start to see that your taste buds and your view of your food changes. You won't so much desire that big bag of chips when you're getting a big green smoothie full of fiber into your diet with all those vitamins and minerals. And you'll start to look for the healthier alternative. And when you're feeling tired, you'll start to understand why your body's feeling tired because you haven't had enough water or you haven't moved in your day. These habits help you understand your body more and will come more natural the more you do it. So start to really look after your body and start to listen to what it needs and wants rather than giving into temptation. Start to follow that healthy lifestyle and get rid of the quick fixes and the fad diets. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope this has inspired you to drop those fad diets and you are focusing more on a healthy lifestyle. And just remember, part of that healthy lifestyle is to remember that there's no better time than right now for you to start leading a life that energizes and inspires you. So go out there and do something great today.
I'm going down the road. 